Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The makers of Dream Shampoo are pleased to present the first in a series of new programs starring Don Amici, Danny Thomas, and Francis Langford with Carmen Dragon and his orchestra. In their desire to provide a full half hour of entertainment, the sponsors of this program have instructed me to be brief while extolling the many virtues of Dream, spelled D-R-E-N-E. -E. No adjectives, however, are to be spared in the description of our triad of star performers. Stars who are as lustrous as your hair after using Dream Shampoo, spelled S-H-A-M-P-O-O. Now, here is your host for this evening, the amiable and talented gentleman who succeeds in rolling many facets into a career as an actor, singer, country squire, horse breeder, football impresario, and family man, Don Amici! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and good evening. Let me add uh, that... Say, Don, let's always talk about a new program. When does that start? Well, it starts tonight, Carmen. It'll be an entirely different setup. Oh, all musical numbers? Well, uh, not exactly. Oh, uh, nearly all music? Uh, no. Um, mostly music? Well, to tell you the truth, Carmen, we're, we're going to experiment. The plan is to start with as little music as possible and gradually work it up to where we have none at all. I see. <laughs> well, I wish we were still with Dream. What? This is still the dream show, Carmen. Same sponsor. You mean I have to keep on using that stuff? <laughs> well, it happens to be an excellent shampoo. Oh, brother. This is going to be a tough season. Carmen Dragon and his lustrous hair. No music. <laughs> we'll hear what Petrola has to say about this. Well, you needn't be so churlish about it. What's the matter, Don? Oh, that Carmen, he's just... Well, Francis, Francis Langford, you had no business sneaking in wonderful introduction. Oh, it's just as well. Who is that chap? Well, he's the orchestra leader, Carmen Dragon. What was the argument about? Well, not an argument, really. He somehow had the impression that the new dream program would be all band numbers. Did he know I was going to be on the show? Well, yes, but... It's he... going to be all singing, of course, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, you see, Francis... Mostly singing anyway, isn't it? Uh, Do I get to sing at all? Oh, of course, darling. Well, that's enough for me. Oh, you're wonderful. And just so you'll understand how I feel about you, Francis, I'll put all my sentiments into an old Spanish proverb. El ojo del amo engorda el caballo. How lovely, Don. What does it mean? The eye of the master fattens the horse. <laughs> What's this with horses? I don't know. You sing, Francis, and I'll try to get to the bottom of this. All right, Don, how about doing my latest Mercury recording? It's called Sooner or Later. Sooner or later you're gonna be coming around, I bet you. That I get you You wait and see Sooner or later you'll wanna 
if I let you, you baby me, you're gonna knock on my door, did it before, matter of factly, I don't know exactly when, but sooner or later you're gonna be coming around, and more my love. Now you swear you had nothing to do with that horse thing, Toby? Word of honor, Don. I've been working on this green announcement. They want it brief, you know. Yeah, no. Have you seen Danny Thomas yet? No. I've got most of the essentials in, but there are two or three very important things I'd like to say if I had just more time. I'll read it fast. Uh, you don't suppose he forgot about tonight, do you? Who? Danny Thomas. Oh, he'll be along. Listen to this, Don. A beautiful girl dressed in her best, makeup just right, and each soft, tendril of her lustrous, green, clean hair is an enchantment and a snare to catch a lover's eye. He may have had a flat tire. Don't be a flat tire, girls. Be glamorous. <laughs> be sure your hair is always sparkling clean and radiantly bright. Use Dreen shampoo with hair conditioning accent. You see, girls, Dreen is not a soap shampoo and never leaves dulling film on hair as all soaps do. Dreen dramatizes all the soft, thrilling texture of your hair, reveals all its shining loveliness, as much as 33% more luster than any soap shampoo. And Dreen does not dry out hair. Instead, its fragrant, freshening whipped cream lather leaves hair soft and smooth and beautifully behaved. Yes, girls, for lovely, lustrous hair, use Dream Shampoo with hair conditioning action. Use it at home or ask for it at your beauty shop. Buy it at all drug department and 10-cent stores. Remember, no other shampoo leaves your hair more lustrous, yet so easy to manage. Dream, D-R-E-N-E. Well, what do you think, Don? I think he must have had an accident. Well, who? Who must have had an accident? Danny Thomas. Uh, if he doesn't show up, can I play a band number? Well, I, I guess you'll have to, Carmen. Play something now. But, Don, wait. What about the dream announcement? Make it shorter. I've got to find Danny Thomas. Hey, Danny. Oh, hello, Don. Come on out. No. Oh, Danny, the program's been on the air for 15 minutes. You can't sit in that phone booth all night. I know it. Well, come on out of there. No. No, no, Donna, I'm scared. I don't, I don't want to go on the radio. Oh, now, look, Danny, I can, I can understand and sympathize with your fear of the microphone, but locking yourself up like this, it's a public phone booth. Supposing someone wants to make a call. You can always step out for a minute. <laughs> if it's a man... And if it's a woman? I'm married. I don't step out with women. <laughs> Gee, I'd give anything to be back in that little farm in Deerfield, Michigan. In Deerfield? Oh, that garden spot of the world. No microphones. Boy, I was happy there. Well, you'll be happy here, too. Come oh, on. Each I... morning I'd rise at dawn while the dew still sparkled on the grass. And in my bare feet I'd wander slipshod through the cowslips. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a... <laughs> Sounds like a very restful occupation. Oh, come on, Danny. Oh, it was heaven. I, I raised flowers in water. No soil? Not a grain. And you know, Don, I once managed to raise an orchid using nothing but water and a special root food. A root food? Yeah, a root food with a weed seed. <laughs> Makes me just 
feels so wonderful just to think about it now. I... Well, now, come on. How about taking a crack at that microphone? Oh, certainly. That microphone isn't anything to be afraid of. It's only a piece of metal on a pipe. I mean, it can't do me any harm. I'm not afraid of anything, you hear me? Well, that's the way to talk. Yeah, but that's not the way I feel. <laughs> Now, look, Danny, I'm a busy man and I'm losing patience. Yeah, but... I'm thoroughly ashamed of you. Oh, You're Danny... nothing but a jelly-spined excuse for a human being. Well, that's not There's right. nothing more I can say. Well, wait Goodbye. A... Yeah, but... How do you like that? Walked away from me, mad. I can't get over it. Eh, I can get over it. <laughs> I never saw such intolerance. What is it, so tough to be a radio star? All you need is culture, vocabulary, diction, enunciation, and the ability to wash the sponsor's laundry? <laughs> I'm thoroughly ashamed of you, he says to me. I should have said, bigger men than you have been thoroughly ashamed of me. I should have said. <laughs> I'm a busy man, he says to me. I should have said, if you're so busy, what are you wasting your time on a dope like me? I should have said. <laughs> well, that's telling him. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to, I could do anything he can do. After all, under the Constitution, we are all created free and equal without malice or forethought. Yes, sir, boy, I know that Constitution backwards. I do. America of the States United, the four constitution this established for so and. <laughs> and that's just part of it back. Boy, I wish I had the courage to get out of this phone booth. I could be a big radio star. Gee, I can just see me now in front of that microphone. I, I'd climb the ladder of success and thrill the world in making it. For I know that being on the ether is much more fun than taking it. <laughs> What's Don Amici got that I haven't got? What if he is a big star? Now suppose he makes a fortune acting in a picture show. Suppose the girls say he's a smooth romancer. Do I need empty things like that? A thousand times no. Ooh, what a dope. I ask myself a silly question, I get a silly answer. <laughs> What's down to meet you got that I haven't got? I'm not the least bit impressed. You know, they say his tones are pear-shaped and his ear is very true. His snow-white teeth and golden voice create so much ado. So what? My teeth are golden and my ears are pear-shaped too. He's just not as normal as I, that's all. Why, when I'm radio's top personality, I'll fill the world with my superb mentality. And now from the stage of Lowe's Parafox, we bring that man with a million questions and cash for your answers, Dr. I. Thomaskew. Thank you, Toby Reed, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, good evening. As you all know, my able assistants are spotted throughout the house. In the balcony, Murray Leboff. On my right, Larry Burgle. In the center aisle, Harry Ince. And in the box office, my mother counting the cash. <laughs> And now to my left, Carlton Alsop. Doctor, I have a lady. Is she pretty? Yes. Then give that lady 900 children up. <laughs> Doctor, I have a gentleman. Very well, gentlemen. Now tonight, our accumulated prize money is 19,000 silver dollars. For 19,000 silver dollars, sir, listen carefully. What was the population of Charlie Syria in the year 123 B.C.? Five people. Yike! We're bankrupt. <laughs> And every day you'll hear me air my views. I'll scrutinize and analyze the news. We are indeed fortunate in having with us that prominent commentator, Mr. H.B. Thomas Bourne. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today was fraught with news, some good, some bad. 
And as I see things, although I do not like to make trash predictions, I can safely say the news was both good and bad. In the stock market today, the bulls were rampant. Or was it the bears? It is highly possible, but not probable, although not impossible, that rumors are impending. The Treasury Department had filed a declaration of intent. Now, what does this mean? Highly authoritative sources, which I cannot divulge at this moment, say, who can tell? <laughs> Therefore, my friends, my own private official analysis of this taut and turbulent situation is this. The bulls undoubtedly would put 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 Unless the bears decide to put put No other commentator has made this analysis. <laughs> and so, in conclusion, my friends, I can safely say that for tonight, at least, put 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 put. That's not the extent of my ability. My foreign hour shows my versatility. Yakrajnish Panish Dorogai Ilyok Vabromkov with two pair of pants. With men Krovaki to cook best, it's Kenyushnyak. Two to one. Rachil Padim Domaish Tokai, Betty Grable, is a machnik paratuka sweater. Ivrajnish Lavajnish Matukia. Every Saturday and Sunday. Stand by. Yazar, Sam, Shazar, Yakukachipup, Chicago, and watch time, Tachtik. And now you've heard me in a typical Thomas Day. So, in conclusion, neighbors, I can safely say, da 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 da. What's down in me, you got that I haven't got? I could be way up on top. Now, I must admit he's charming and he's very debonair, but I'm convinced the sponsor thinks I'm better for the air because like green shampoo I get in everybody's hair. I've got those hooters he thinks he is and what's he pushing me around for? Don Amici Blue. Thomas yes, Francis, I had quite a talk with him. He's very neurotic. He's deathly afraid of a microphone. Not really. Excuse me, Miss Langford. Oh, hello. Miss Langford, you have such lovely hair. I'll bet you use Dream. Of course I use Dream. Is there anything else? I knew it. More beautiful women shampoo with Dream than any other shampoo. Yes, Dream shampoo with hair conditioning action brings out all of the loveliness in any girl's hair. Dream your hair and you reveal all its sparkling natural highlights. All its glorious luster. Dream your hair and you glamorize all its soft, thrilling texture. Dream your hair and you remove all luster-dulling soap film and unsightly dandruff flakes. And Dream's fragrant, freshening whipped cream lather leaves your hair silken soft. Since Toby was so nice to you, why don't you do something for him? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Francis Langford sings, Oh, but I do. <laughs> I do. How 
I show that I do. Think I don't get blue? Oh, but I do. Oh, I get light-hearted too. First I'm singing, then I'm sighing, then. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness the bringing to life of two new characters in a domestic vignette. Don Amici and Francis Langford as the principals, John and Blanche Bickerson, in The Honeymoon is Over. The Bickersons have retired. Mrs. Bickerson tosses restlessly while her husband, John, lies in a profound, dreamless sleep, composed of equal parts of bourbon and sleeping pills. John. John. John! Turn over on your side. You're snoring hideously. Why don't you get one of those snoreballs at Eel and Conger's Sleep Shop? You've got everything else. Double thickness sleep shade, lullaby musical pillow, toe mittens, electric pajamas, and an automatic sheep counter. I know you've got insomnia, but when you do fall asleep... You snore so loud, you sound like a Hotchkiss reciprocating force pump draining a peat bog in Clonakilty. Why don't you get a snore ball? <laughs> if you take those wax corks out of your ears, you'd be able to hear me. Why don't you let me sleep, Blanche? Get a snore ball. What's a snore ball? It's a rubber thing you pin to your pajamas, and when you roll over on your back, it squeaks at you and wakes you up. What do I need that for when I got you? <laughs> Don't be so funny If you won't let me sleep, I won't let you sleep either Okay, if that's how you want it Turn the lights on The lights are on Take off that sleep shade Oh All right I'm awake Now what do you want? I don't see how you can sleep anyway Who's sleeping? 
I've been waiting and waiting for you to say something, but you never did. Do you know what day this is? It's not day, it's night. You've forgotten. Blanche, that's one thing I will not be accused of. I have not forgotten how to tell day from night. Not that. <laughs> how could you forget? Forget what? Today is our wedding anniversary. Blanche, this is Sunday, and our anniversary is Monday, the 16th. I know it is. Uh, what are you beefing about? What time is it? Time? It's 12 o'clock. It's one minute past. That makes it Monday, and that's our anniversary, and you completely forgot about it. <laughs> How do you like that, hmm? Well, you did. Here I am, suffering from insomnia, finally managed to fall asleep, and you're thinking up all sorts of weird excuses to wake me, lying there like, a, like an aardvark waiting to pounce on its prey. Aardvarks don't pounce on their prey. What do I care? You're trying to make me forget that you forgot to remember not to forget our anniversary. There must be a simpler way of saying that. <laughs> well, I don't care. I always remember your birthday. Blanche, I didn't forget our anniversary. In fact, I even bought a present for you today. I was going to give it to you in the morning. It's in the hall closet. No, it isn't. It is, too. I put it there. I sent it back. <laughs> That's not the kind of a present a man buys for his wife. You sent it back? That beautiful black nightgown? Why don't you give it to your girlfriend, that vixen Gloria Gooseby? Gloria Gooseby is not my girlfriend. She's yours. And she's not a vixen. She's a nice girl. And she doesn't wear black nightgowns. I mean, how, how do I know what kind of nightgowns? <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare make those insinuating noises. Oh, go to sleep, silly. Go to sleep? You woke me up to start this fight, and now you tell me to go to sleep. You planned this whole thing just to get in a dig at Gloria Gooseby. Why do you keep asking her dinner if you despise her so much, hmm? How can you just say I despise Gloria Gooseby? Of course, she made a cheap copy of my wool sports dress, but I'm very fond of her. I'm sure she feels the same way about you. As a matter of fact, you're the one who doesn't like the Goosebys. You told me a thousand times that Leo Gooseby is a heel. I never said he was a heel. I said he was a toad. <laughs> Besides, he's my best friend. Why, only last week you said you hated him. I did, last week. Where's my sleep shade? That's right. Go to sleep and let me suffer all night with the knowledge that you forgot our anniversary. I didn't forget! You haven't even said happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Thank you! <laughs> Good night. Good night. John? Yeah? I'm sorry. Oh, I am too. Good night. Good night. John? Hmm? You don't have to buy me another present. No. Don't be silly. I'll buy anything you want. Really, you don't have to. When I sent the nightgown back, I, I ordered something else for myself. That'll be your present for me. That's good. Oh, you would love it. It's the most adorable mink stole. And I got full credit on the nightgown. I simply couldn't resist it. It was such a wonderful bargain. Six hundred and ninety-eight dollars. <laughs> $698? Marked down from $700. Why, you, you, you must be crazy. 
$698? At that price, the stole is a steal. Now look, Blanche. I know what you're thinking, John Bickerson, but I'm not going to send it back. Now, Blanche. You don't hesitate to spend anything on yourself. Listen to me. Every time I think of you paying $18 for a derby hat, I get so indignant I could spit. I bought the hat three years ago. And you've never even worn it. It didn't fit. Well, if you can throw away money on a hat that doesn't even fit, I'm certainly entitled to a mink stole. Good night, dear. <laughs> good night, good night. Oh, what are you, you going to do with a woman like that, huh? Oh, oh boy. $698 for a mink derby. It doesn't fit. John, answer the phone. The telephone, answer it. Hello? Go to the phone and answer it. Oh, oh. I don't know why you had it put so far away from my bed. It was next to your bed. You had the bed moved. Well, I wanted to get away from the phone. <laughs> Wish the darn thing had never been invented. Look who's talking. Out! Oh, 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 I hacked my shin. Put the lights on. The lights are on. Take off your sleep shade. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Jacko, this is Amos. Did I wake you? <laughs> No, no, I have to get up at 7 anyway, and it's 12.30 already. Who is it? That half-witted brother of yours. Huh? Nothing, nothing. What's the matter? I just thought I'd call and wish you and Sis a happy anniversary. Say, how about if I bring a few friends over for a fast drink, eh? How about if you drop dead and let me sleep? Now, what did you do that for? What right has that idiot got calling me in the middle of the night? Where's my sleep shade? Put out the lights. Of all the ill-tempered creatures, John Bickerson, you're the vilest. You're just angry be at yourself because he remembered our anniversary and you forgot it. I didn't forget it. I just don't understand why you dislike my brother Amos so intensely. He sent you a box of cigars on your birthday. Yeah, I know, I know. They tasted like a mixture of sheep dip and cracker dust. Now, <laughs> <laughs> look, will you let me sleep? Hmm? I'm thoroughly ashamed of you. You have no right to humiliate me, even if he is my brother. You wouldn't act that way if your boss called. Believe me, I'm not going to let you get away with it. You get right up and call Amos back and apologize. John! <laughs> you go right to the telephone and call my brother and tell him you're sorry. Oh, for heaven's sake. Go on or I'll pack my things and... All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, oh. oh my shit! Put on the lights. The lights are on. Take off your sleep shade. <laughs> Maybe I was a little short with him, but he knows I don't sleep very well, and he should have thought twice before he... Hello? Amos, this is John. Look, uh, John, I want to thank you for your good wishes. And if you like, you can bring your friends over for a drink. Drink? What's the idea of waking up a guy in the middle of the night? Go to sleep, you imbecile. Well, I'll be... There you are, Mrs. Wise Guy. So I called him back just to please you and what? Blanche. Hey, Blanche. Uh, nuts. Yeah.
Don, a terrible thing happened. I tried to get Danny out of that phone booth, and he fainted dead away. Oh, good heavens. Will you tell the people about next week's show, Toby, and I'll try to bring him to... This is Toby Reed, ladies and gentlemen, thanking you all for turning your dials our way tonight. Remember, for lovely, lustrous hair, use Dream Shampoo with hair conditioning action. No other shampoo leaves your hair more lustrous, yet so easy to manage. Well, it's a fairly safe bet we'll be able to cure Danny Thomas's neurosis and get him back to the microphone for next week's program. Along with Francis Langford, Carmen Dragon, and your host for the evening, Don Amici. And now I... It's okay, Toby. We brought him to... What did he say? He said, bring me two more. <laughs> Take care of him, Toby. Until next Sunday, this is Don Amici wishing you good days, good nights, and good luck. Until we meet again. Ladies, soap makers are producing as much soap as the still limited supply of fats and oils allows. To help get more soap, more fabrics, and other needed items faster, save used kitchen fats every day, every mealtime. The need is urgent, the reason sound, and dealers now pay more per pound. Danny Thomas appeared through the courtesy of Metro Golden Mayor, producers of the yearling. Danny Thomas's song was written by Jerry Seelan, with special music written by Carmen Dragon.